Welcome to the upcoming American Revolution podcast, the most important podcast of our current lives and times. I'm your host, Kali, and this podcast we discuss the who, what, why, and how of America's next civil uprising. Please subscribe at Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. All right, what to do with politicians who support red flag laws? This past week, in the recent aftermath of the horrific mass shooting in Uvalde, Texas, 10 Republican senators proclaimed their support for national red flag laws. But what are red flag laws? Quite simply, red flag laws allow government to remove constitutional rights from people who have not been convicted of any crimes. Generally, they allow someone who is concerned that someone else may be a threat to society to initiate a chain of events that can lead to the loss of rights to someone who hasn't actually broken any laws or committed any actual crimes. They are proposed as a way to minimize the threat of mass shooters, but as written, they are grossly vague. As an example, if an ex-boyfriend or ex-girlfriend of yours wants to harass you, or even if someone doesn't know you, they realize they can hurt you by reporting you to a law enforcement agency. And then a judge who you've never met, who's never met you, who's never spoken to you and you've never spoken to them, can sign a search warrant for your home. And with that search warrant, the police department raids your home and seizes your firearms. What's worse is these red flag laws can be initiated anonymously. Imagine that. Someone who you don't know makes a complaint about you that causes you to lose your rights to own your firearms. Do you think such a law could be used maliciously, maybe? Hmm, maybe not. Now, one can make the argument that these laws allow government to keep people safe. But, well, most of us know that that is straight bullshit. Even if such an infringement on rights of some proved valuable every now and then, there is still the foundation that owning firearms is a right. And quite simply, rights cannot be removed if one hasn't been convicted of a crime. It turns the system upside down because in the United States, Americans are presumed innocent until proven guilty. That is the law, and that's our tradition of liberty and freedom. That is, unless you're John Cornyn, Tom Tillis, Roy Blunt, Richard Burr, Bill Cassidy, Susan Collins, Lindsey Graham, Rob Portman, Mitt Romney, or even Pat Toomey. All of them are traitors without fail. Luckily, most of them will not survive this. Many are expected to lose their seats in November, and others realize the futility of running and are retiring at the end of their terms. Good riddance. But should you really be mad at these Republicans who care so little about defending your rights? Well, probably. They've proven that they are willing to sell you, their constituents, and the rest of the nation's citizens, since they represent the federal government, down the river as subjects and slaves. Should you be horrified and angered that these senators sold out the Constitution and the Bill of Rights, though? Absolutely. But how can Americans who care about their rights fight back against these red flag laws? Well, until violence is absolutely necessary, Americans must fight back cautiously and peacefully. But Americans need a strategy. What do Americans do with dirty politicians who support red flag laws? Well, I propose that Americans impose upon them the very laws that they hope to impose upon the rest of America. 
Here's what needs to happen. If you feel like one of these dirty politicians is doing, has done, or is threatening to do something dangerous, simply report them to their local law enforcement agency on a non-emergency line, of course, and file a complaint. Be respectful, record your call, and ensure you get a case, a call, or a complaint number so you can follow up. Inform the person taking your complaint that you are concerned with safety of the community and the greater society. Inform them that you would like to specifically make a red flag complaint against the individual politician. You can inform them of what the politician said, and so long as you have actual safety concerns, insist that your report be taken. As one of the primary concerns for people who oppose such vague red flag laws, is the fact that red flag laws do not specify what a valid red flag reason is and what a valid red flag reason is not. Of course, that's exactly why they want red flag laws, because the definition will change over the next few decades. Behaviors that may not be red flag violations today will no doubt be violations next week, next year, or in the next decade. No law stays as limited as it was when it was first enacted. Just like government, the goal of laws is to grow and become more comprehensive. Remember when the Patriot Act came in? It did a few things, but today, the Patriot Act is still in effect, it's much larger, it covers much more people, and it covers many more activities. Well, the end goal should be to wrap all of the people who support red flag policies under red flag complaints. It is the only way they'll ever truly understand the threat that these laws pose. These politicians should be subject to accusations, threats, having their homes searched and raided, and maybe they'll understand why this should not be supported. Why this strategy would be effective is because the dirty politicians who support red flag laws will be forced to run and hide from the very laws that they are trying to impose on other citizens. Once video and audio recordings of red flag complaints against politicians start finding their way to the internet via social media, and when Freedom of Information Act or FOIA documents start being shared throughout communities, red flag laws will lay bare the ridiculousness of their shallow thinking. Now obviously, no one wants anyone hurt by mentally disturbed individuals who communities recognize as threats. However, that does not mean that everyone else should be subject to losing their rights. In effect, red flag laws force some people merely accused of being some form of threat to somebody to have to prove themselves innocent before a crime that has not even been committed occurs. This is, of course, opposed to requiring government to prove a citizen guilty of an actual crime. This is gulag, third world dictatorship stuff. This is something Saddam Hussein, Idi Amin, or Hitler would have and actually have done. They did this stuff. Think about this. If government can seize or restrict the rights of someone who hasn't committed any crimes based upon mere reports that an individual might someday commit a mass shooting, how long will it be before government decides that it can jail someone upon mere reports that an individual might commit a mass shooting? Wouldn't that be the natural next step? But let's step back. Would it be better for the free individual if red flag laws were created? Or would it be better for government? Who gains more power and who loses power? Does anyone think government won't attempt to expand the scope of any such red flag law? 
especially if red flag laws prove inadequate in stopping mass shootings. And let me give you a hint on that. If you haven't figured it out already, red flag laws will prove inadequate in stopping mass shootings. What do you think? I want to thank you for stopping by listening to it, and I want to thank you for all your support. If you get the chance, you can visit me at www.theupcomingrevolution.com. Thank you so much, and we'll talk to you in the next episode. Subscribe now to the Upcoming American Revolution podcast if this sort of discussion makes you think and you like to hear this mix of political commentary applied over historical context and laid over practical issues related to a civil conflict. I'd love to have you as a subscriber, and as always, subscribing is free.